Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. I was already talking about you before I even knew you were sitting behind me. I said you're a Spokane boy who grew up in the mid-90s, so you had to love some grunge music. So I catered the entire playlist. Oh, here you go. Now, now can you hear? Now can you hear? No? No. Okay. Let's see. Anything, anything? Check, check, check. Duan is now ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. Ty Greg Rack. Uh, sitting with us here uh, at the Rock and R Bar. I was playing all the grunge music just for you. <laughs> because I know that, that that is your era for sure. Uh, we'll get it figured out. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. How about that? Nope. This is live broadcasting at its finest. I, I, I can uh, I can hear you. Let's see. Nothing. That's okay. I can hear you. So if you talk, if you can hear me like this, that's good. Nuan is now. Thanks so much for tuning in. Coming to you live from the Rockin' Arbar in Bozeman, Montana. I think we got it. And we appreciate it. And we got it. <laughs> we got it. Sorry about the app. The uh, the iPad fell down. It's okay. We can't that, fix that it. That was my it's, fault. It's live radio. It's fine. Do you have a favorite grunge band? Grunge. I mean, is Nirvana grunge? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I grew up in Washington in the 90s. <laughs> late, late 80s, 90s. So, I mean... Pearl Jam, I, I, again, I, you know, I listen to some of that stuff on classic rock stations now. I'm like, come on, what are we doing? I mean, this is, right? this is Isn't not that classic funny? rock. I know, I know. it's when, old, when, but that uh, doesn't mean it's classic when, rock. When Pearl Jam and Red Hot Chili Peppers right. and Nirvana start popping up on the classic rock, it, it really starts to make me feel really, really I, well. I, I know, and uh, Green Day, I mean, I, I, love, I love all that kind of music. Uh, lithium, just in terms of, you know, in terms of my car, What's being listened to? I listen to sports and podcasts and books yeah, on Nuana's tape. now, of and, course. And, and, uh, Nuana's <laughs> now. Uh, Lithium, though, on Sirius. I think it's channel 34. Basically, that's my whole my whole playlist. You jump into Candace's truck, you got Y2 Country and 90s Love Song Country. And I, I only mentioned my wife because I see her jersey over there. You know, she's in great company. Hey, that's right. To, to the left is uh, number 14. Candace Kelly Gregorak, and to my right, you've got Wes Wilson and Matt, and Matt Brownlow. So, as, as I tell her, I'm like, I don't know uh, how much of the value of that jersey is anymore in here, but now, if West and Brownlow ever listen to this, you know I love you both. So. Uh, well, they were both back in, in state. They were in Helena recently. So. Yes, big wedding. Uh, shout out to those guys. Yep. Uh, coach Ty was a, a coach across the state of Montana for a variety of years now. Uh, into the media world, working with us at Skyline Sports, as well as uh, as the color commentator for the uh, Montana State Bobcats. But uh, I, I want to ask you about one of the biggest talking points. This has been something we've been talking about endlessly on this show, and that is 
the fracturing of the top level of college football and what's going to happen and what does it mean specifically for college football teams out west. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, made it, I've made my stance. I'm not lobbying for the Cats or the Grizz to try to move up. I just think they have to be ready when everything falls apart around them. The first domino for the West fell last year when USC and UCLA decide they're going to the the Big Big Ten. Ten, Now, Colorado's out. Mm. Your alma mater. You're Mm. a CU buff. Absolutely. First of all, what do you think of that? Never should have left. They shouldn't. They never should have left. Listen, I get it. At the time, everyone's like, oh, you know, Colorado is a... West Coast school set in the mountains. And I'm like, okay, well, they've been in the Big 8 and the Big 12 for a zillion years. I mean, they were one of the first members of the Big 8, and then, and then obviously that became the Big 12. I'm a Big 12 loyalist, even though I grew up in Pac-12 country. Right. That being said... It's hard to be a loyalist to anything now, though, Well, but right? uh, no question. I mean, that, and that, my dad my dad was just in town, um, and he's a, he's a Husky alum. Both, both my parents went to Washington. I grew up purple and gold, man. I mean, it, that's where... I spent the first uh, 17 of my years of my life wanting to go. And then when the time came to and I had options, I chose not to. Right. But the, the listen, Arizona's probably next. The, these schools should, unless the Pac-12 figures it out in a hurry, like For yesterday, sure. right. they should be leaving. I mean, they, For sure. there's no, there's no, they, they've reached out to the CW. They're now making a play towards Apple TV. They can't get a TV contract, which, you know, the, these, these schools, if you're talking 30 to $60 million just in TV revenue, You'd be foolish not to leave. So I, th- I think it's a great move for Colorado myself. Again, I played in the Big 12. I love the old Big 12. I know it's not the same Big 12, but the Pac-12, the Pac- unless they are in a hurry, man, it's a, it's a dead conference. I mean, maybe you got San Diego State. Maybe you got Gonzaga basketball, and you know, they play baseball and soccer, but who else is going to be the Pac-12? I mean, if Oregon leave, or uh, Oregon and Washington, which that's a rumor, that they'll, uh, they'll, they'll be the next ones on the Big Ten, yep. which I would too. And that's where it's sad as an old uh, um, fan and loyalist, and, and I love college football the way you do. Uh, and we, you and I can go down a lot of rabbit holes in however many minutes or hours we're going to spend together. But I hate seeing the regional ties and the regional rivalries go away. Right. That's that was the coolest thing about college football was conferences stayed regionally. You know, and, and back sure. in the back in the day, unless you were Lawrence Taylor, they, and even then, they, you know, th- those schools and conferences kind of recruited regionally. That's right. You weren't being, you know, the, these the, these schools weren't going across country or for sure. You know, there was very few. Maybe the Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame's where they're truly pretty centrally located even though they're very east sure you know you stayed kind of local i mean i i i was the coup that year because well no i guess victor rogers who was a great player he also went to colorado but you know marcus Sopo and drew miller well drew left too actually um but you just stayed close to home and, right. and colorado was going a long way from home and it, you know it's not that far Anymore, and, and, that, and that's why back in the day, Kelly Rigorak joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable, presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Everybody had a chance all the time because you never knew when the next Eric Dickerson or Marcus Dupree or Herschel Walker or you know Lawrence Taylor, whoever, Rashawn Salam was coming up in your area. You go get that guy, and he could totally. be a program changer. Now, everybody in the country knows who all the guys are. Yeah. They can go after all the guys. And the only people that are going to get all the guys are the top 10 or 12 teams in the country. That's the part that's frustrating to me is that it's become a straight-up business. It's, it's, it's become nothing but 
Well, and that's why that's why NIL needs to be reevaluated. What is NIL? For sure, because because anyone who wants to call it that, you're lying to yourself. It's pay for right. play. Right. When when kid when kids are making money right. prior prior to stepping foot on campus, prior to using their name, image, or likeness, or doing an ad for the local Ford dealership or right. Chevy dealership, right. or 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 or, or our, our, our buddy Mike Hope stand ten feet behind you totally. in the R bar. That's not NIL. Right. That's pay for play. So amateur athletics, as we we knew it and loved it, right? They're dying slash dead, man. When and you work in business, and we've gone through this in America multiple times over the last two hundred and fifty years. You got to have regulation in business, and that's what's so skewed about this whole thing. It's undeniable to me that Washington and Oregon are going to move to a different conference because there's only seventeen schools in the entire United States of America that make a hundred million dollars in revenue. Yeah. They're all going to align with each other because you can't not. Oh, yeah. you, ha- you have to be in the same conference to- so you can get the same TV deal. Totally, and, I, and, and you and I are already off script. This is painful. <laughs> of course this, it this, is. Because we were going to we were going to go go more into Colorado and, and and Coach Prime, but okay. So the pack that uh, you've got you've got West Coast schools now. You've got you've got a conference that is, that covers four time zones. Exactly. Awesome. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, really? Like, I mean, is that the, good? Like, is that good for the student athlete? The though? first time the transfer portal is that really good for the student? What, what kind of experience are, are people getting when they transfer two, three, four times to different places? What fight song are they learning? Right. What, who, who, are, who are their best man, men at their wedding or, or, or bridesmaids at their wedding? It's a joke. And oh, by the way, athletes that get paid that used to be known as professionals, you know what they could be? Cut. Right. Exactly. Fined for right. being late. Right. They're, they're, they're pros. Right. And so if you want 18 to 22-year-olds getting, getting fined and getting cut, then bring it on. And that's the thing. The, the, the day that I'm watching Rutgers play USC in New Jersey, then that's the day that what we once knew. I'm not saying college football is dead because college football is as alive as it's ever been in terms of the interest. But that's the day that the old college football dies because you're talking about New Jersey and L.A., they couldn't be farther apart. What, what you're talking about, like the, the sort of geographic landscape, it doesn't it, exist no, anymore. No, it's, it's done. All, all, all those schools are saying as well, we just entered one of the largest markets in the world in L.A. Right, right. Okay, right. so let's talk about that 19-year-old student athlete who plays a night game at Rutgers who gets home at 3, 4, 5 a.m., you know, like big sky schools have to do after right. busing from right. nowhere to, right. you know, get back home. But that's, that's really good for the student athlete. And then let's take it one step further. You know who gets to charter the planes and have their own plane waiting and get bust right to the tarmac football right well, let's talk about women's basketball who's going to go on a right. three four day stint on the east coast slash midwest right who, who are getting off and on and off united express flights totally it's it's, it's crazy man it's it's just a, it's a new I, I mean, the, the, the problem is we got to we got to buckle up and, and get used to it because it's not changing i mean that's the thing that's exactly the supreme right. court did their deal on nil and conferences there's there's going to be three maybe four super conferences and then the aios as we used to call them as coaches the all you others that's what it's becoming <laughs> that's right no one is now espn radio it's our espn roundtable presented by paradise falls no matter what sort of college football you like or dislike they'll have it on for you down at paradise falls they got breakfast lunch dinner drink specials each and every day of the week check them out 3621 brook street paradise falls uh missoula's coolest hot spot uh last thought there before we get back to coach prime before then we actually get to some big sky conference football my solution is that they should just call it what it is 
it's it's semi-professional or or fully professional athletics. And I think what you just said is such a great point. Football should not dictate what women's soccer has to do. You know, what, what men's track and field at a non-revenue school has to do. If the football team wants to chase all this money and generate all this money, let's split it off. I think that the club model is the applicable way to go in terms of football. Let the football teams be extensions of the school but not directly related to the school and then have the rest of it be what it is, which is college sports. What do you think of that idea? And and I think you and I have talked over the years about this, and I don't know where your stance is now, but football, and and yes, we're, we're football fans. I'm a football guy. You're a football guy. Sure. Football probably needs its own governing body. That's exactly right. And and honestly, you could probably throw men's and women's basketball in that too. Now, men's and women's basketball is is a fascinating, you know, uh, storyline too. Because most of the great programs, they're not always making a lot of money for their for their schools either. Football makes a lot of money. Where men's, there's only so many schools where men's and women's basketball is bringing in a profit. That's right. And so, I don't know, I just feel like eventually this thing needs to either look at a, a new governing body. The NCA has proven to be kind of a joke the last few years in terms sure. of what, what they've done and not done. And um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, 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 it's it's interesting and I get to talk about it all fall like you're, you're about to do tomorrow. And I know that teams are now practicing and, and uh, the Bobcats start tomorrow and it's just a, it's just a crazy time in college athletics, man. It's, it's I mean, crazy. It is. I mean, you're seeing you're seeing Bobcats, you know, do, like hey, talking about the collective. You're like, what is this? This is where we're at now. This is where we're at. Get 19 year olds talking about the collective. It's 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 <laughs> a it's a new addition to the arms race, and it's influencing recruiting. It's influencing yeah. everything. It's uh, going to be crazy to see how it all plays out. Uh, let's talk some Big Sky Conference football. Ty Gregor joining us here. Uh, on ESPN Radio. First of all, have you watched the new Atlanta Falcons uh, little mini Docu- documentary mini, yes. Yes, uh, I have. about our guy Troy Anderson? Yes, of course. Uh, who ha- who hasn't? Who if hasn't? You're, if, you're, right? if, you're, if you're a cat fan, a Troy fan, and, and, and even, even if you're a Chris if fan, you, watch you, this thing, yeah, man. It's it, awesome. it is quintessential small town Montana. Yeah. You and I both know Troy pretty well. I think it just encompasses him so well. Just yep. how he truly is. Just this this. Humble sort of aw shucks yes. kid from the middle of nowhere, man. Yeah, yeah he's an all-American uh, person. I mean, he just is. He's. Uh, I mean, I said it, but you, you know, even when I got to coach him, I wasn't really coaching him. You know, I really wasn't. I mean, yeah. I, I, we recruited him as a linebacker who ended up being our quarterback and running back, and, and we played every position. He's Paul Bunyan, uh, but he's he just such a good, solid person that no matter what he does in life. He's going to be successful. He could go back to Dillon, run the ranch, whatever, get into corporate America. He's going to meet a lot of new people on the eastern part of the country. Uh, you know, but I mean, even as as it's talked about, Arthur Blank has connections to Montana. For sure. And think of think of the think of the people that Troy Anderson is going to meet over the next X amount of years. He's a Falcon. Oh, buddy. That are that are you know in contact with Arthur Blank who. It's like, well, you want a good, solid, smart guy to come work for you? Try this guy. Next thing you know, he's not coming back to Montana. He's always going to come back to Montana because his parents are. But Troy's going to be nothing but successful no matter what he touches for the rest of his life. The coolest part about the doc is that I thought was his parents. Because we live in this world now where parents, so many parents get too involved in their kids' lives. We're going to give them too many opportunities we're going to try to force him to do all these different things and the the best part about this like when his mom says 
I had no idea I was raising this kid that was just going to be the greatest athlete in the history of the Big Sky Conference. I just wanted him to be a really upstanding, nice, moral guy. Yeah. And they nailed it when it comes to that. And then he just also happens to run 4440 yeah. and is a second round draft pick. Yeah. But I think it's a great message to people that if you instill the baseline of it, the rest will follow. It, 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 someday you'll be there too, man. I mean, listen, I, I, I got. A, a, a pretty stud athlete in Gabby who just walked in. Oh, I mean, yeah. She, she's Greg trying to go to, family in the house. She's trying to go. Uh, she, she wants to be an Olympian in, in gymnastics and go to UCLA. That's her dream school. My son, Jax, wants to be in the SEC, play on Sundays. And all I care about as a dad is that they're nice to everybody That's and right. work hard. That's, That's it, right. man. And they That's stay right. healthy. I mean, because you don't have anything without your health. So, you know, they... they, they uh, his parents were they're great people i'll never forget them i mean when i went down and made my trip as the defensive coordinator they served up amazing steaks probably right off the ranch that were, were phenomenal and they're just humble you know that, that that's that's what you kind of expect and hope for and that's the way montana the, our values and that that's the way montanans are and we're getting quite an influx of people not from montana but i'll be honest man i mean i you know i grew up outside of spokane i you know and i love spokane i've been in montana 20 years now yeah right after life and, and that that girl over there with her jersey over to my left she grew up and around up montana and montana will always be home to us no matter what happens we'll always call montana home tiger greg joining us here on nuanas now espn radio it's our espn roundtable presented by paradise falls of missoula okay let's talk about the big sky conference it's actually a perfect parlay from what we were just talking about. The money at the highest level is so great that it's actually had an impact on the big sky. You've seen guys like Bo Baldwin who came back to the big sky at Cal Poly from the Power Five leave it again to go to Arizona State. You saw Jay Hill after doing a great job at Weber State moving up to BYU. These guys aren't taking a head coaching job. Jeff Choke Jeff from Choke where we, as we sit here in Bozeman, Montana. He went to the University of Texas. The draw is real, but I've never, I can't remember a time in my last 17 years covering the Big Sky where there's been five new head coaches. I think that's going to be an incredibly impactful thing in the league. Yeah, it will, especially when you figure, um, you know, Sac State has right. has the fewest losses in the last three full seasons. And I say full because yeah. the COVID year is kind of I mean, a they joke got anyway. one loss in three years. Yeah, exactly. And he's taken over a program that, that is, they've truly had the most success ever in the program. Now, ever. I love Andy Thompson. I got to coach Andy as, as a Grizz in my first year. He and I have remained friends. He and I saw each other last week. And, what I mean, what a kick that was I mean, he's, to be at the media days. He's uh, easy you know. to be friends with, Oh, too, no, he's, he's awesome. He's one of the great guys. And he's a good coach. And, he, you know, he's cut his teeth. I mean, you and I can go down the list of these guys in terms yep. of Jason Eck in his first year having success last year. And it was awesome. Uh, you know, uh, the, the new fella at... Weber State, Mickey he, Mantle. He's a, yep. Mickey Mantle. He's a Division II coach, right? Who had, you know, had to got got a great opportunity to come coach for a great coach in Jay Hill, and now he's the new head coach. I mean, he was a D two coach for a couple years. Is that right? Two, That's three right. years. Yeah. Um, Cody Hawkins. <laughs> Cody Hawkins is the head coach now at Idaho State. Uh, okay. You co- you got to be the OC <laughs> quarterback coach for what a year or two for your two dad. Two years, yeah. You know so. Uh, Paul Wolf had a ton of success at Eastern Washington and, and was a head coach in the Pac-12. Paul, yep. Coach Wolf has had a ton of success, and, you know, he's big sky through and through. Ed Lamb is back in the league after 
you know, it, it depends on how you want to look at success in in the league. But I mean, he did have some good years. There's no doubt about Great. it. Great. I mean, he won, the, he won the league at Southern Utah. You won, you won the league at Southern Utah, exactly. And, and yes, I know you want to ask me so badly about it because I think you and I both said at the time the Ed McCaffrey project crashed and oh, burned, man. I mean, in, in a year when Maverick came out. That thing just crashed and burned with, you know, half his family being on the sidelines. And, oh. that, 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 you know, the experiment was awesome. I don't know what, you know, I don't know what he had deserved other than being a really good Bronco wide receiver. That's and right. Tough, tough third down guy for a long time. I don't know what, you know, Colorado, Northern Colorado was saying uh, to themselves other than, hey, we got a name brand yep. that's going to go in the houses. And, hey, I met McCaffrey. Kind of like maybe what's going on in Boulder, only on a little bit different level. Because, you know... You know Coach Prime can recruit. Now the question is, can he really coach? Or did he hire a staff around him that can truly coach? Because right. you look at their schedule, man. I mean, at TZU, Oregon, SC, Nebraska, who, you know, Coach Rule's back in college now, and, you know, he can coach. So we're, 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 uh, we're going all around here. But, yes, it will be a fascinating year for the big sky, no doubt. Well, and that's the thing that's so I think that fans look at college football and they think about it through the lens of talent first and foremost, and they they don't see necessarily the other parts of it. Ed McCaffrey brought the greatest group of talent that's ever existed at Northern Colorado. There was no continuity. There was no plan. They had multiple coaches that weren't showing up for practice. He's calling in for snow days, and there's canceling practice. I mean, can you imagine, like, having a no, Thursday no, his, his, his son had a clipboard incident about a, a mile and a half that way, Coulter. Exactly. Uh, no, it, it was interesting. And, and, and listen, yes, he brought in some dudes. We're going to talk right. about five-star quarterbacks. That, sure. you know, another one transferred in the program. Yep. Let's see what that equates to. Exactly. I mean, that, you know, yeah, okay, the, the quarterback's been five-star guys. Cool. Right. Because cool. in, in the big sky, I and take it, and Tommy Malott. Exactly right, and I in mean, the and in the big sky, you need. Well, and not just in the big sky. I think in college football in general, you need to have continuity. You need to have a plan. Nick Saban gets the best players. He also makes the best players adhere to the exact same system. Wait your turn. Earn your spot. Competition at every spot. That's what's so interesting about Deion Sanders at at Colorado too. He's revamped the entire roster. They've undeniably brought the, in talent and upgraded talent. Will it mesh, though? The guy walked in on the first day and said, most of you are gone. I mean, that's how he <laughs> that's started right. his meeting. He really did. You know, I'm com- we coming. I'm coming. Yep. And, I, 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 you know, I, I, the luggage is packed, and it's Louie. You know, this is the stuff he's talking about. I mean, you got, you got recruits and kids with pictures of Lamborghinis on the practice field now. You know, he's bringing a level of swag. He's done every – we talked about this last year. He Or, or last spring, maybe in conclusion uh, after he was hired. Yep. He's done everything he was hired to do right now. Get excitement. Get yep. energy. Yep. Get guys like me. Get old alums. Buddy, in the 1990s, Colorado went to nine bowl games, winning seven. That's right. Since 2000. Won a national championship, right? Won a national championship. Yeah. Heisman Trophy winner. Some of the best linebackers to ever go through the program. Since the year 2000, Y2K, which somehow, some way the planet survived, Coulter, we're still here. <laughs> but since 2000, you know how many bowl games they've been to? Seven. You know how many they've won? One amazing. I mean, it's the University of Colorado. So again, he's bringing energy, excitement back to the program. ESPN, ESPN did one spring game live. That was Colorado's. That got forty-five thousand people there. The place only holds. 
52, 53, right. almost I mean, a song. Folsom's incredible. Yeah. I mean, the Flatiron's incredible, but it's not one of the biggest stadiums in the country, but it's stunning. Yeah. And 45,000 people on a, a not a great spring day showed up because they want to see what, you know, firsthand what this experiment's going to look like. So, but it's going to be tough, man. Like I said, that first five, six games, I mean, you've got, you've got a CSU in there that's really gotten pretty bad. Um, you know, Nebraska, you say what you want about them, but they're still Nebraska. It's a heated rivalry with the For guy sure. that just got out of the NFL and had nothing but success at Baylor. I think, I think it'll be, we'll see, we'll see how many people are still going, yeah, Coach Prime's the man when, when they might be two and six or two and seven <laughs> to start the season. We'll see. Tiger Eric joining us here uh, on Nuanas Now. Uh, last question on the Big Sky. We're going to talk some Cats and Grizz coming up here. We're going to have an extended uh, ESPN roundtable. That's a rivalry here? But, but why, <laughs> it might be. Why do you think there is such this fraternal aspect to the Big Sky? Because pretty much all these new coaches are not new. They all have ties. Some yeah. form or fashion, they've been in the league. There's a lot of guys that have been in the league as assistant, like a Craig Paulson, for example. There's a lot of guys that have yeah. been in the league a bunch. You coach at multiple Big Sky schools. Why is it that it's so fraternal? Um, I, I think it's it, it, it's just, well, one, the world is pretty small in general. Two, it gets really small when you talk about sport. No Three, doubt. it's really small when, when you go football and the coaching fraternity. A lot of these guys get their start out here in the way, or, you know, where, wherever it is, whether That's it's right. Missouri, you know, wherever. And if things fail, meaning they get opportunities to move yep. on, and I hope we get to talk about some of the coaches uh, that, have, that have gotten opportunities to move on this year uh, from, the, from the Cats and had success, and, yep. and, and with success, coaches are getting opportunities. Um, but if those opportunities don't work out, they've got a lot of familiar faces, friends, and, and guys that, that coached against them to be like, yeah, that Paul Wolf can really coach. He's, he's been here, done it. He's been a head coach. He's coached some of the best players to ever go through Eastern Washington in, in the early 2000s, you know. So it, it is just, uh, I mean, I, I'm walking around the big, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a slap media dude now. No offense, to, <laughs> no offense to any of you slap media guys, Coulter, but I'm walking around the big side media days, and I'm like, I mean, it's like old hat. I mean, we used, to right. do the, we used to do the assistant coaches golf tournament, and we, that's where you became friends. Right. You know, and a lot of these guys are friends. Aaron Best and I go way back. Bruce Barnum and I go way back. Andy, I don't even want to call him like a son to me anymore because he's, not, he's, he's, a, he's a man with a wife and kids and now the head coach at Sac State. I can't wait to watch him get his opportunity and to see what he does with it. So, you know, a lot of these guys are, are they, they just kind of, that fraternity is, is small. And it's even smaller in sport, and, and, and the smaller the sports you get. I mean, shoot, I, I talk about volleyball with Candace. I mean, <laughs> talk about 100 guys on a team, and then whittle that to 12 or 15. Yeah. I mean, that fraternity is even smaller. For so, sure. No, I, I'm, I'm excited to watch these guys get an opportunity. I really am. And, and, and a couple in particular that are really good friends slash dudes that I talk to regularly. I'd love to see them just go crush it. I hope they do. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Our ESPN Roundtable rolls on. Ty Gregorak. Lead Big Sky Analyst, Sky on SportsMT.com. Coming back right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Jewelry Design Center is not your average jewelry store. The friendly, welcoming staff is so excited to be in Montana, and the craftsmanship, unique creativity, care, and artisanship you'll receive at the Jewelry Design Center is second to none. Is there anything you guys can't do? We don't cut diamonds, <laughs> okay, yeah, but we can facilitate that. <laughs> right. It's unique that we 
cast our own metal. We grow our own models. We hand carve as well as use computer-aided technology to design. We're pushing the limits of what we had previously thought was impossible. Jewelry Design Center, your jeweler for life. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Want to watch some baseball? How about tonight? Live from the Paddlehead Stadium. Paddlehead's hosting the Great Falls Voyagers. We got a pair of tickets for you. Text right now. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We got a pair of tickets for you. Andrew will drop them off right there at Will Call. You want to go to the Paddleheads game tonight against Great Falls Voyagers? Text us, 888-1029. An extended ESPN roundtable live from the Rocket Arbar downtown Bozeman, Montana. Appreciate Mike and the boys for putting us up like they always do. Ty Gregorak, our guest, ESPN roundtable probably presented by Paradise Falls. We rambled on and on about uh, all the uh, Power 5 stuff that's going on, the fracturing of college football. But one more follow-up just about sort of the fraternal nature of coaching in the Big Sky Conference. We saw it continue to continue. First of all, if you want to know an example of the uphill sledding that Portland State is facing, they don't have a stadium. They bust to Hillsboro, Oregon to play their home games. And I've gotten five press releases in the last week or so about the hiring of their new coaches because they couldn't put in a staff until right now because of the financial challenges The news hook, though, is that Robbie Houck, former Grizz safety, is the newest Nickelbacks coach as well as special teams assistant there at PSU. I guess it's it's revealing of a couple things. How tough Bruce Barnum has it from a logistics standpoint and also just the fraternal nature of Big State Conference coaches. Yeah, you you were asking me right before uh, we went to commercial and, and just going back to what we were talking about. You become friends with these guys. You know, when, you're, yeah. when you when you play golf and fly fish and have a beer with these guys over years and, and in the course of time, and oh, by the way, you're a coach's kid who's not, you know, coaches, coaches' kids go one way or another. That's they're, right. They're like they're the worst human beings you've ever met in your life, or they're awesome, hardworking, tough guys that, that understand the game. And that's Robbie Houck. I mean, that, that is Robbie Houck. Robbie probably wasn't going to ever get a shot after college football. Uh, other than he's going to get to do it now as a coach. He, he is he, he is a young, good-looking dude that made a lot of plays for the Grizz that's going to be a great coach. And why, why is Bruce Barnum giving him this opportunity? Well, one, he and Coach Houck are friends. For sure. He and Coach Houck have spent a lot of time over the last 15-plus years together. And Bruce Barnum got an up-close interview of this guy right. over the last three, four years, watching him play football. For sure. He is not a big guy. I mean, nope. he, he, uh, he's not, but he plays fast. He, he, people are going to critique Robbie Houck forever until Coach Houck probably leaves For the sure. program about what he did, what he didn't do, how many, you know, how many how many minutes he played and whatever Coach Houck did to get him the t- oh, Screw that. The kid's a football player. For sure. And, and he's, he's got great football acumen. And, and, and because of that, at a young, at, at a young age, he's coaching football in the big sky. 
He also comes from a long lineage of coaches. Uh, Robert Houck, the second, uh, Bobby's dad, was yes. a, a, I mean, a legend in, and, in, and in, a wonderful in, man. in the high school ranks in Montana. I mean, the gym at Missoula is named after the guy. Yep. Tom Houck, who I know you worked with. Love Tom. They're at uh, University Wood, of Montana. Wooden leg. Wooden leg. Never seen a guy drink beer like that. <laughs> I mean, Tom Houck is one of the greatest, man. Anytime I need any historical context on anything, I call I call Uncle Tom. He's, he's, uh, he's an awesome resource. I also told the story on the show yesterday, but I'll tell it again. When I was uh, a teenager, my parents, their season tickets at Washington Grizzly Stadium were a couple rows in front of where the coaches' wives sat. And so I remember Stacy Houck sitting there with, you know, six-year-old Robbie. Yeah. Eight-year-old Robbie. I remember when he was born, man. He knew more about football when he was a little kid, though, totally. than I'd ever heard about. And that's because he came from a lineage of coaches. So you can say whatever you want about him and, and all the things, but he's going to be – I actually think he has, he has a chance to be a, a better – a significantly better coach than he even was a player. And he was a great player. He's multiple-time All-American. He, he was a great player. I, I said wooden leg about Coach Tom. I meant hollow leg. <laughs> um, you, you know what I meant. But, but, no, I mean, it was great to see Stacy last week. She was there at Quest. Um, she raised a good, a good. I mean, she raised, she's raised great children, and and uh, she and Bobby, of course, and Rob, Robbie's gonna do well. He's gonna do really well, and he and he and Coach Barnum go way back, and he, he's gonna be great. He, he, he wouldn't. Don't be shocked. You and I were talking about Cody Hawkins, how yeah. young he is, and yep. you know, really what he's done. I mean, I think he was a GA at Ohio State for a year, and then coached somewhere else for a year, and then he was at UC Davis for a couple of years. Now he's the head coach. I don't think so. Don't be shocked if. You know, Robbie cuts his teeth a little bit, and in sometime in the next, within the next decade, maybe not even that far, uh, there'll be another coach out. We'll see. I was. We, you, how, we even had this conversation without talking about Tim in terms of the limit. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, there's this I other mean, guy. But oh, there's Tim Houck. He's only won a Super Bowl. He's won a Super Bowl exactly. <laughs> as a coach, played in the NFL for yeah. 13 years. Yes. Yeah, amazing. Uh, New Orleans now ESPN Radio. Ty Greg Rack chiming in. Uh, I was standing down at the Bobcat Athletic Complex earlier today for Media Day. And I think one of the coolest things Montana State's got going is they have all of the football helmets of every football team in the state really cool. up on the wall, and then they bring down the six of the state champs. So I was standing there with one of our guys, Tom Stewart, who's actually yes, I saw on hand in the Rockin' R bar, hanging out with us as well. And he was asking me who the six-man champ was. And I said, oh, that's Freud Medicine Lake. And I said, do you know they have a D1 guy there? And he's like, oh, I did know that because I know he's a historian himself. Sure. He says, oh, I know the family name. Well, Mason Deathman, who is the stud there at Floyd Medicine Lake, he just committed to Montana State. So congratulations to him. But the in-state recruiting battle continues to rage. The Grizz have got four guys from Montana in the boat in the last week or so. Uh, including Cashco Kachia, who just joined us earlier in this show today. We also got Grady Walker from Missoula Sentinel, who we'll catch up with soon. Danny Sermon from Missoula Sentinel. And then earlier today, Isaac Keim from Kalispell Glacier, also on board with the Grizz. We had Hudson Weens of Bozeman High School on the show yesterday, and uh, we'll certainly have Mason Deathman, a uh, six-man product on the show as well. You worked in the state a lot when it comes to recruiting. How important is it when it comes to these Montana guys? Very. <laughs> I mean, I, and, and momentum can build in a recruiting class too, you, right? Like you've seen certain it. guys are going here, certain guys yes. are going here, right? You, you've seen it. Right? Look what Montana State has done. I mean, you're talking about how cool all those helmets look of the high school programs without the state. You know what's sure. really cool? Winning. And they've done, <laughs> That's they, right. no, they've right. done, they've done That's a lot right. out of it. I mean, they've done a lot of winning. And they've got a president that likes to win. 
Wadir Cruzado loves to win. And, and, and so you've got a program now with a lot of... Uh, <laughs> and things are... Things are impressive right now in Bozeman. We've talked about it the last couple of years. Every time you see a crane, well, now they're doing cranes on, on campus, and they, they've built a beautiful facility on campus. Who built the first one? The Grizz. That's right. So who needs back to do it next? Forth, I mean, exactly. Who puts in lights first, and who does a T? You know, it's like, come on. It's the, same, it's the same thing, different decade, man. We've been talking about it for years. But winning sure helps, and, and the Bobcats have done a lot of it, a, a lot of it. Um, I think in the last three seasons, again, you know, minus minus the COVID year, you've got Montana State with 35 wins. You got SAC and and Montana. That's right. And, and so, yes, I got to coach at both these schools for 15 years. Yes, coaching, uh, recruiting, getting kids to say yes, developing those guys, and then let letting them hopefully shine on Saturday from Montana is a huge thing. Montanans want to win. But Montanans want to see boys from Butte. For sure. And Sunburst Montana. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And as much as I love the Alaskan assassin, you know what that kid really is? A Montana boy. That's right. That, that, I, mean, I mean, he is. I mean, that's that, right. He, he is. So, no, I mean, it's uh, the, the politicalness of this state and the way these two programs go back and forth. And if one's got four and one's got five, yep. the other one will have five. And then the other, I mean, up until the end. And, you know, sometimes you don't even know. And you do a really good job of kind of digging in a little bit and asking the tough questions as to what exactly who got offered it, by who well, and who got what who you got know, what again again going you know you and i go back and forth with the power five scholarships can be broken up that's right at our level and, and so FCS when, when, when sure. a kid, and kids boy they love to hashtag blessed and honored these days as we'd love to do well sometimes my friend that's for books or <laughs> right no right. seriously for I mean, sure you know they got they they were offered a scholarship and they accepted a scholarship for three hundred and seventy-five dollars a semester, you know. So, but that's the that's the politics in Montana, and it's awesome. And and uh, I, I, but you know what? Both programs do a great job, and both programs are stacked. Both programs are littered with Montana boys, just the way it should be. And that's why we love talking about it. Tiger Rack yes, here on Nuanas Now. Where I actually have two pertinent questions for him about both Montana and Montana State. We'll do that next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. 
This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Grunge Wednesday, live from Bozeman. We're rocking out here at the Rockin' Arbar. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you. It's Nuwana's Now. It's ESPN Radio. Rockin' Arbar, right on Main Street. If you're in and around the area, come on down. Loved it. I, I said that earlier, and then three guys walked in the door 10 minutes later. If you don't think that live broadcasting works, it definitely works. Appreciate those guys for coming on down, taking the call to action. Miss anything in the show, you can always find it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. Ty Gregorak sitting shotgun with me. Coulter Nuana is here. Only got about seven, eh, maybe eight minutes left. I guess got to ask you this broad question, though. What do you think are the biggest question marks coming into this season for both the Cats and the Grizz? We'll start with the Cats because we're sitting here in Bozeman. Cats are working on three straight semifinals bursts. They return pretty much everybody. What does Montana State have to do to get over the top? Well, you've seen the last few years when they were eliminated from play. They were, That's right. They were getting physically beat down by North Dakota State and South Dakota State. The craziest part about it is that the reason they got to that point is they physically beat down yes. everybody that they played. So, so in terms of the bar, right? it's okay. We, we're, 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 uh, we're thumping the West. We're thumping this That's right. side West, of the country. West the, Coast, the, you got it. Yeah, and they are. They're, they're physical. Um, but, you know, those last couple games, uh, you know, and again, my last game as a Bobcat was against North Dakota State. We just weren't quite making semifinal games yet. But losses in the semis to NDSU, a national championship, uh, or semi-national championship, and then semi against South Dakota State. Those two teams have just, they, they are the bar in terms of physical play, That's right. that mentality. And, 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 and so it's going to be a great test in week two. For sure. You know, I mean, I was talking to guys at the big, uh, the, the media days. It's like, and we all want to see them go win. We all, we all want to see that uh, be a great game and them to go win. But a lot's going to come from that game just in terms of how they stacked up compared sure. to nine months ago when For sure. they got beat down. I mean, that, that, was, that was a tough game. And so to me, to me, the biggest question marks are they have hung their hat since the Chode era on running the football. Well, they have lost their offensive line coach, who I think did a phenomenal job in Brian Armstrong That's and right. was rewarded with, with a uh, Fresno State job. They lost Jimmy Beal, who for the last few years has coached the running back core. It's been a phenomenal job, and he, he got the San Diego State job. Isaiah Fonse didn't play much last year. He was right. still an All-American, one of the best players, one of the best running backs to ever go through the program. That's Statistically, right. maybe right. the best, depending on which conversation you want to go. But he didn't play much last year. He's now a Cal Berkeley Bear. Um, and, then, and then just defensively, you know, you lose a couple of dudes that were not only productive and good players for you, but they were they were very much the leaders on the team in Callahan O'Reilly and Ty Okada. For They're sure. Steady, steady dudes. You got Sebastian, Seabass, Sebastian Valdez, who he's one of the best defensive linemen at our level, period. I, I interviewed he's him that today. Good. I mean, I, I keep saying it, but what he looks like is not like other guys in no. the big sky. No. I no, mean, his hand engulfed my whole arm. Yeah, no, it's 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 like when you're on the field, on the you know coaching from the sideline and you look out and there's Jared Allen. Right? Why, <laughs> why, why, is, why is this guy here? Or, you right. know, Vincent Vincent Jackson. Or, <laughs> right, right. There's just certain players throughout the you know history of the league where you're like, well, 
why is this guy? How did that? How did anybody yeah, miss this on doesn't that? Doesn't make sense. Right, so, right. To, to to me, it's you know, how do they fill some of these uh, coaching vacancies that that were you know were. Those guys did a great job, and then and then defensively, just you know, kind of their Achilles heel was just giving a massive, massive for sure big plays. They were they year. were good to great they, defensively, they, and then they would give up yes, three to four yes. big plays. Yes, I mean, it, it, you know, our, our our toughest go, you know, towards the end of my career here was we'd play really good, but we couldn't, you know, always get them to, uh, off the field on third down. Yep, they're they're playing really good defensive football, big plays, and it's and it's and then just oh Gash. here's a seventy five yep. yard, you know, like nobody touched them or, right. or a right. coverage. Break down, we're like, whoa! What what were we doing here, for gentlemen? Sure. I mean, it was, it, you know. So, I, I <laughs> they were picked number one for good reason. Yep. They, they they deserve to be picked number one in my mind. Brent Vegan has done an unbelievable job. When I say Brent Vegan, I'm talking about the whole staff, for sure. Even the new guys. I mean, that th- those guys have won 24 games and lost five. Yeah. And when I was at the Big Side Media Days, I went through the five. And if you go through the five, you're looking at Oregon State, Wyoming. A rival against Montana, a <laughs> national championship against NDSU, and a semifinal on the road against South Dakota State. I mean, those are his five losses. They've done a great job. So now it's just like, all right, we're here. Now Now we've got the target. Yeah. And how, how, how do we respond to that? And, and, and you know, offensive, going back, just, just breaking that down a little bit, I would love to see the development of both Tommy and Sean the, the, the two old pro, I mean, yep. the, the old the old adage where if you got two you don't have one well they right. got two they got they two. got two dudes yep and so I'm just excited to see how how the throwing game continues to progress how some of those new receivers fit in and, and, and where they can go in the throwing game because you know they've hung their hat on running the football but they you know you get a big physical defense like SDSU or NDSU and you can't throw the ball at all. You've seen you've seen how that end goes. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm fired up to see the development of those guys in the throng game. Only about two minutes left. Tiger Agarak here on Nuanas now. How about the biggest question mark for the Grizz? I thought Bobby Houck, as is his personality, dug his heels in super big time at the Big Sky Media Days. He said, our program's ticking along. We're winning a lot of games. We got an all-time high graduation rate and GPA. That's undeniable. How many games did we win over the last three years? 30? 29? They won 28. Anybody else here do that? Maybe one. In fact, the answer was actually two. It is a good premise, except that the two programs that have won more games than Montana over the last two years are Sac, Sac State, who you were lapping You'd ten never years lost ago. To. You'd never lost never to. Never had lost to. Yeah, I, I was, we, we, when I say we. When Coach you were Hop, coaching yes, there. We had never had lost never to. Lost to and uh, now they beat the Grizz two or three times in a row, yeah. and then the Cats have won 35 games. The thing that accentuates this so much is, is that the team that's seven wins ahead of you is the rival. That I yeah. think that's where... Well, and a couple of... The, two of the last three... And, you, and, and listen, the one in Missoula that they won... Yeah. Was, ...wasn't a game. I mean, Montana, in my mind, now, now the points just look a little different the, sure. way, the way they've been in Bozeman. Right, but, but but they dominate. Anyway, you cut it five out of six. That's five what we're talking six. about. Five That's out right. of six. That's right. And people love to be like, well, the overall record and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but let's look at the record over the last 10, 15, 20 well, years. And, and here we are now in the Big Sky era. Yep. It's dead even. Isn't that crazy? Since the streak ended, yep. it's dead even. And five and out in of the six. Last, <laughs> in the last six years, yeah. it's five out of six for the Cats. Yeah. And, and we're talking about 100 and X amount of points scored in the last two out of three. Well, that's right. 
where you're just like, I mean, I got to do the game last year. You were there. And so it's like, whoa. So, I, I never thought I would see a brawl, a brawl, right. go that direction, let alone yep. a Coach Houck brawl. Uh, go that direction and, and, and listen you you know you know coach how and I go way back I love the guy I got a ton of respect for the guy he is doing a good job the problem is is you got the team on the other side that is not they host they they, they hoisted and the team that uh, up until 10 years ago you'd never lost to they've, right. they've won or shared three in a row we'll be back at it tomorrow we'll see you then Nuanas now ESPN radio Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure – uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.